0: lose money on a grid you know no know why I'm <laughs> right. losing the cash it's
1: pretty perfect little quadrant section yeah, so lose it's like money yeah losing there losing, quadrant there, losing one. there losing there
0: oh I'm losing here because I'm an idiot quadrant two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Most Awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite, episode 83 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at itmaybesportspodcasts at gmail.com. I am Brandana with me, as always, hanging out in sports purgatory, Most Awesome.
1: That's right, sports purgatory, baby. <laughs> sports purgatory. Sports purgatory. Hop do- Yeah. Lions, Tigers, yeah. Red Wings, <laughs> Michigan basketball. Oh, John Beeline, thanks. You're gone to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Michigan football, yeah. khakis. I don't give a fuck that we beat Rutgers by 52 <laughs> points. That's what we're supposed to do.
0: Uh, is that what happened? Is that what happened with the. Yeah, that's what happened on Saturday, yeah. Okay, good. Look at that. Live to fight another day. John Hardball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coach of the year. Yeah. All is forgiven. Taking care of Rutgers. Not quite.
1: Well, he's better than uh, Matt Patricia. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yes, we will. That would make sense. Guys, we have a jam-packed episode 83 for you guys. We're a rip from the headlines. That's right. We're recording on Sunday night, doing another special for you guys. So you're going to get our week four reactions from the NFL. We're doing the inbox, going to hit a couple of emails there. Then we're going to do the Neapolitan Showdown, Top Other Career Paths. That's right. Most Awesome and I are going to rank shit we didn't do in this life that we might want to do in another life. We'll figure that out. Uh, And then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. Starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front
1: page story all over the world. Shook up men, women,
0: boys, and girls. The headlines If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your sugar. come on. All right, brother. Uh, ripped from the headlines. We're talking week four reactions. Ugh. Why are we doing that this uh, week, brother?
1: We're doing it because we're one quarter of the way into the season, and uh, we we're, we're we now have enough of a sample size to know what's going on in the NFL who we were right on and who we were wrong on and, uh, you know, what, we, what we've what we seen so far uh, through four weeks.
0: That's actually kind of nuts. It's nuts that you put it like that. Like we're a quarter of the way through the season. It's already – it's just flying by. It's cooking with gas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You lots know, of ins,
1: lots of outs, dude.
0: You know what I was thinking the other day also is, you know, like college is just like, oh, like every game matters. And I, and I think uh, – this is going to sound like such a no-shit comment, but it's like – Every NFL game does matter, and I don't know that's like not, but it's just like there's a lot like these division games, like uh, you know, I, my Vikings playing the Bears. It's like they've right. already they've already lost two games in their division. They're like oh and two, they lost to the Packers, lost to the Bears. Like, and that's a hard division. That's gonna be that's that's a tough hang. That's a tough sled.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a, a tough thing. Toward the end of the season, when you're vying for a wild card or you're looking for that 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 split or that uh, that tiebreaker, when it comes down to it, if you guys are both at the same record, so that's a tough that's a tough beat for your Vikes.
0: I know. We'll, we'll jump into that first. So we're going to touch on the Vikes Bears real fast. Uh, I'm going to be honest. So I don't like betting on my favorite team. Uh, threw that out the window this week. I was like, if you you follow our Instagram, you saw us for the second time that I went with my bikes. And for the second time I lost. I love them getting points on the road. I loved, uh, you know, I love I mean, obviously I don't love being on the road rather than be home, but I don't trust Trubisky. I don't think he's the real deal. And he goes out on the first series and he comes in and and, uh, Chase Daniels backs him up. And as soon as Chase Daniels came in there, I was just like, oh, fuck. I mean, how it's, much
1: more comfortable did he look, Chase I Daniels, know. than Trubisky? Exactly. He was making
0: reads, making plays. That booger eater from Missouri, making plays.
1: Chase Daniels.
0: This was all my. This was all my overreaction list. Is just like, is the Chicago Bears better off with Chase Daniels?
1: Oh yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how long Trubisky will be out for, because that could be like a dislocated or like a sprained AC joint, and it's in his left arm right it's in his left arm left right? arm yeah so I don't think it's yeah it's non-throwing arm so it's not like he can go back out there and just play through it um it could keep him out for a couple weeks if it's if it's serious enough and then is that going to give you enough momentum to have a little QB controversy in in good old Chicago
0: oh my god Matt Nagy goes to shake his hand just like we'll get you out here at, like whenever we can he's just tugging on his arm a little bit more just to keep that <laughs> shoulder out of the side just hammers his
1: shoulder back. how's it feel today champ <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so the Vikings get absolutely 16 to 6 lose. I wouldn't even Mm. say it was that close. There wasn't anything insane about the Chicago offense, it was just their defense played damn near for perfect football. Soldiers, like, it was loud the entire time. I think the Vikings had, I want to say, three total possessions before halftime. It might have been two. I gotta look, it's probably like two would be insane, but I think it was only three. Like, they were just very, like, Ground control, and it's exactly what you thought the game would be on paper. Low scoring, dogfight, Kirk Cousins, man, as soon as he gets just kind of bumped or rattled out of that pocket a little bit, like, he just lays down. Very, like, mm-hmm. Alex Smith-esque. Like, can't just, got to be able to step up in there. And, you know, a strip sack, which is what you, the Bears hit all the highlights. Like, strip sack, and then, you know, they're running the ball, establishing the run, and there was just, we couldn't run the ball at all. Right, right.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is, is, the key to the Viking season this year will be setting up uh, Cousins off of Dalvin Cook. Yeah. They've definitely made it like a, pri- uh, a a priority for the Vikings to run the ball with Matt. Even when Matt, when they bring Madison, who looks pretty good off the bench, Like they want to establish the run, dominate through the run, and then let uh, Cousins make some plays over the top and look for Stephon Diggs and I mean, I, where, where's the connection with him and
0: Thielen? It Doesn't matter. This like season, I, this season's over. This season's done.
1: Oh, it's, it's oh. pack it
0: in, roll it out. Uh yeah. There's just not. I, I think someone the, they had one good drive towards the end, and it was when you know uh, one of the announcers made the uh, made the point. It's just like when he. Kind of gets to do what he likes to do, which is very reactionary, which is making, creating shit, just kind of keeping up that pace. They just couldn't find a good pace. Fuck it, you guys don't want to hear me talk about the Vikings anymore. They suck. <laughs> Move on. Uh, all right, uh, we'll touch on this Tennessee Titans Falcons game real fast. Tennessee on the road at the Falcons wins twenty four to ten. This Atlanta team's just broken. It's uh, they just got to blow it up. Yeah, it's.
1: Yeah. I read an interesting stat just before we got on the pod that they've been down at halftime by 14 or more points three times out of the four games this year wow that's crazy that is crazy to me they between 2016 and 2018 they only had that happen three times total so now in in the span of a month here they just get down i don't know what the story is matt ryan threw for like 397 yards and when people look back after the fact, they'll go, oh, yeah, he had a good game. No. No, he didn't. No, Matt Ryan didn't. He so didn't that, I him. think
0: that's another thing. Yeah, Matt Ryan's getting a lot of these just kind of junk yards uh, towards the M- empty, M- stats. M- empty stats. Empty uh, stats. Yeah, to me, it's, you know, you have Julio Jones, you have Calvin Riddle, Like, you have all this talent. Like, just watching the game, what I really picked up on uh, is they, just, they can't fucking finish drives. Like, they're, the right. football does move, and then they get inside the red zone, and they either, like, throw an INT or just some dumb shit happens.
1: Yeah, and Dan Quinn is, I think, of all the head coaches that are on the hot hot seat, him and John Gruden, probably the two guys that are most on the hot seat. But yeah, Dan Quinn is just since that Super Bowl victory, and we brought it up when we're texting, or oh, shouldn't say victory, since that Super Bowl collapse, Ooh, yeah. they just really haven't been the same. The defense of victory, is, yeah. yeah, the defense is just sporadic. They give up big plays. I mean, they gave up a couple big plays to uh, AJ Brown, the rookie out of. Ole Miss and it was just like you know just bad tackling
0: so what's going on are we are we just which which one's right like uh, did we overreact to that Atlanta Super Bowl season like I, I just I'm trying not to make this so romantic where it's like oh they you know they got their hearts broken in the Super Bowl they'll just never be the fucking same but it's something like that or was Atlanta did they just like kind of play outside their league that Super Bowl year and now this is who they really were the entire time they just kind of put it all together for one run
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where they peaked and, and maybe it crescendoed kind of at that Super Bowl moment. And then there is something that I think that happens where football player or not football players, but just athletes in general, where like a monumental collapse can either sink them completely and they'll they'll just never be the same again. And we've seen it kind of in different spots where athletes have made huge bonehead plays and then their their careers just seemingly are never the same. Um, or it's just teams kind of well that was a bad beat like the Golden State Warriors losing three you know three up against the Cavs they bounce back so there is kind of some of the the other side of the coin on that but this this uh, Falcons team just looks like they just they peaked they lost it they can never gain that kind of Matt Ryan MVP kind of mode and I just don't know plus they lost Kyle Schottenheimer who was their – Who's our offensive coordinator who then went on to go to San Francisco to be the head coach there. Mm-hmm. So they lost maybe a little bit of that magic with it. And I, I mean, yeah, I just, I think Matt Ryan is just, that was his peak. And yeah. And missed it. And that window closed that fast.
0: All right. So it's just like the Falcons are oh yeah, like, I'm moving them to a different bucket. Like I had them in a bucket as very talented team. That's just like trying to get it together. And now I'm moving in a bucket of just like, just a bunch of, talent that just can't blend together and not good i'll be surprised and i'll right. i'll no longer bet on them i'll just light my cash on fire speed that up make it easier <laughs> for everybody involved uh patriots bills uh that's a very that game is who we thought they were i mean it was just patriots winning by you know uh they're favored by seven one by six don't dig in there all right chiefs lions um, mm-hmm. call this one's mahomes can be human i think that's a little bit of good. a headline uh, you gotta yeah. feel obviously you can't feel excited about a loss. Two Hail Marys at the end. There were some kind of like <laughs> wild things. Uh they go for it on Chiefs had a fourth down conversion on that final drive, right? To run it in with like forty seconds left. Twenty seconds left.
1: Uh, no, I don't think they had a fourth down conversion. They just picked up a bunch of long third downs. They had Mahomes had a big scramble. They had a penalty on it as well too. It's just like I don't understand. No, I think Patricia. there was a fourth. Yeah,
0: Mahomes ran for it on the fourth down. I think it was like fourth and seven. Was it a seven. fourth down? Yeah, I think it was a fourth
1: down. I, I'm blocking it out. It's fine. It doesn't fine. matter. <laughs> the fact of the matter is is that they they deviated from their plan, which was to delay pressure, kind of mask what they were doing, and, and kind of pressure Mahomes and at least get him out on the pocket. He's historically been really good when he gets outside of the pocket. He was not today. They were not in sync. No. And then what happens is on that final drive where they punch it in, they drop eight. We're only rushing three, and he's just kind of standing around there, hanging out, trying to figure it out. He picked up one long third down conversion right in the middle of the field. Just ran wide open space, picked up the first down. Yeah. Um. It's just. It's like I. It, it, it's just a sign of bad coaching when it's like, all right, we're up. Let's protect this lead and like let's just drop eight and like we'll just. Well, no, Mahomes has some athleticism. It's not Tom Brady back there. Yeah. It's not Eli Manning. He can kind of move and run and make some things happen and he's going to go pick up 8 yards if he needs 8 yards when you've got you know a 12 yard, you know, cushion around him.
0: Yep, he is not Eli Manning. He is a starting quarterback in this league. Yes, uh, right, I, right, exactly. <laughs> I will go with uh I think the other this game is wild, just a wild game. I don't think you could tell it was going to be a little different in the third quarter we have five fumbles that were actual turnovers they were good by the other team so it was just like there's some crazy plays there were some turnovers in the like one series I think it was the second quarter I think it was it was basically a call gets overturned is incomplete in the end zone the Lions you know had the ball there the very next play they hand or like uh Matt. Yeah, no, no, no.
1: Matt, yeah Stafford Matt Stafford Fumbles. was yeah. rolling out, and he got he, he got a forced fumble. And that's the thing is, is this 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 thing pisses me off about like the possession. Like a ball, can, like you can catch the ball. He Galladay caught it, feet in bounds, was falling backwards, kind of juggles, and then lands on his butt, and the ball moves like three inches. He still has possession of the ball. It's not like. It's not like it's just like he's fumbling it through. It's kind of like moving in his arms. A a ball can move in his arms. This is the thing that I hate when we, we... This, like, understanding of, like, the, you know, completing the process and all this bullshit. Like, that's a catch. Like, if you go out in your backyard and you're playing with your buddies, that's a fucking catch. Everyone knows it's a catch. Everyone believes it's a catch. When you slow it down and you're like, oh, the ball moved, like, three inches when he fell down. Well, yeah, he's jumping through the air at, like insane velocity coming down getting both feet in the ball controlling the ball and we lands it just kind of scooches out in his arm and he's he's pinched it between his body like how is it not a catch i i and i get it you fucking all the chiefs fans can light me up on it whatever i don't give a shit hmm. but that's a fucking catch if anything and it's like yeah. it's just a joke to me that we arbitrarily like use the replay to like oh nope that ball moved three inches so it's not a catch
0: uh, yeah. So the Lions lost. I don't want to rub, rub salt in the wound. So I'm going to abstain right. from my opinion on if that was a catch or not, bro. I don't think that was a catch. If I had to say it. But uh, so it was that one. i oh, for just relax, relax, relax. So there's that, and then uh, uh-huh. there was Let the— Let me throw
1: you that pass. You come uh, down with it, too, right, and right, then right, I'll right, tell right. you it's on oh, the catch. Oh, shit. I should have— same, same, same team. Same team, brother. Same team.
0: Yeah, then they get uh, fumbled on the one-yard line and ran back the other way. Yeah. Oh, I know that uh, completely hurt and was devastating. I. They're getting better. They're getting better about letting these plays play out just in case that it is an actual play. So i like to see that.
1: Yeah, and the, and the the hundred yard return from uh, Breland on that fumble, which I I implore, but like most, of, I I I am waiting for this. I'm not saying it's I'm not looking for it to happen, but what's gonna happen when one of these fumbles that actually ends up being a fumble that then the teams are trying to run it back to the other to the house? Yeah, you know. What happens if somebody gets injured on a non, basically a non-play? Because the the refs are afraid to blow their whistles because of the fuck up from the Rams and the the scrutiny from that matchup last year. Now has put this pressure. It's like, well, we're not going to blow our whistle at all if we think it's if we think it's questionable. We'll just let it play out. And guys aren't kind of like guys are used to having this ball be whistled or blown dead they're not used to guys just picking up and running and they're like oh shit do i have to make a play and i'm just waiting for somebody to get really fucking injured doing this it's 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 like let's let's maintain some control a little bit of this process
0: yeah yeah and everything has i mean it's everything's ups and downs yeah i'd rather see it play out though because i think it was this really became on our radar what year was it probably like five six years ago i almost want to say it was like jay cutler but that might not be true. But there was the, uh, you know, the Broncos or something were inside the 10-yard line, and then they whistled something dead, and then it was a turnover. All right, I'm going, like, whatever. We all saw fucking plays like that. I don't have to refresh your brains. Uh, All right, Raiders, Colts, 31-24. Raiders go in and beat the Colts. T.Y. Hilton didn't play. Uh, Does this score surprise you? Is one of the upsets. I want to say this real fast. We had, um, so basically there were... Four games out of the 12, uh, I'm not counting the one going on right now, the Thursday game or Monday night, obviously, because that's the future and I can't see the future. But there were only four of the 12 <laughs> games, one third, where the favorites covered. So there's a lot of like dogs, some dogs winning outright, but a lot of them with just the points. And this is one of those everybody super high on the Colts. It's almost America's darling. And then a Raiders team that nobody really believes in comes in their house, takes care of business.
1: No, I was definitely surprised by it. I mean, they jumped out pretty early on them, and they were able to bottle up uh, Marlon Mack for the Colts, who was having a really good season to start the season. I was not anticipating that, considering that they were kind of having some trouble stopping the run. So, yeah, I was a little surprised by that.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm just – we're going to get back down to earth about this Colts team. Everybody relax on them. Chargers, yeah, yeah. Dolphins, 30-10. Uh, pretty much probably how you scripted it and you saw it. Chargers get an easy win against the Dolphins. Dolphins, uh, this is the worst team ever?
1: I think it might be. I think, I mean, just from a point standpoint right now, they've had the worst point differential uh, in – since 1940, I think the stat is. Yeah. So they've given up more points. They are averaging. So I looked at this real quickly. They've scored 26 points, given up 163. So it's basically averaging six and a half points over the four games, giving up 40, almost one, points per game. The three undefeated or winless teams, I should say, in the history of the NFL, 1976, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 0-14, mm-hmm. the Lions in 2008, and the Browns in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers basically scored 125 points in 14 games or 8.9 points per game. I think the Dolphins are kind of right in that realm. I mean, they really are. I mean, the way that they've traded off their players, the way that players are just basically like, I don't want to fucking be here. This is a recipe for a tanking like we have not seen in professional football
0: ever. That's what I was going to say. Like, a professional football was kind of like the – like the one sport where you didn't really see tanking. And I don't remember seeing a team that, I mean, especially even this early, that was just, they just don't have any, they don't want to win. I mean, they're just selling off parts and nobody wants to be there. It's, it's nuts. And I think we're, we're seeing, we saw it in the NBA and it seems to be spilling over into the NFL a little bit of just like this player empowerment where now people are like even a little bit with like Jalen Ramsey. I mean, obviously that's another team, but we're seeing some, I don't want to play for you guys. Move me immediately.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to me. And, and and it I tanking is crazy to me in the NFL considering the risk of injury for some top talent. So they they've traded for Josh Rosen who now they're rolling out there. It's getting abused and beaten and and his confidence shaken. And what are they who are they tanking for? Like this is the great question that I'm curious is because Yeah. You know. Exactly. The, two of the, the the quarterback from Alabama is up there. There's there's some good quarterbacks this year. So who who are they going yeah, to draft another quarterback? Like, this is insane to me.
0: Yeah, it's not like a, like a you know, uh, Andrew Luck, where everyone's just hands down, going to translate to the pros, going to be great, he's coming up, let's get him. Like, I think Andrew Luck's probably the last, like, number one sure bet that everyone's heads are exploding about. And it's like, yeah. it doesn't even seem like that. It's like the Tua guy, and I still think there's questions on, you know, if if he, how, how he does translate to the NFL with, Um. Whatever. Yeah. So it's just like I'm not really sure why they would do this, or if they're gonna be, you know, in such a better spot. And also, to I want to get to the uh, the Josh Rosen point is it's what I brought up to you about like uh, I know you and I were talking about quarterbacks getting a chance to succeed. How long they're supposed to kind of like ride behind and then take over that? That's why I see if we see something like the Minshew situation where it's you know. Get a train. Get a look under. Like work on another quarterback. There's no pressure on you when you do come in. Like you see right. them be able to succeed, as opposed to like Josh Rosen just being thrown into this, you know, behind this offensive line on a team that has no interest in winning right now, and he's just gonna get killed or look like dog shit. And his career is gonna be over.
1: Right, right, yeah, exactly. His his career already had a hit in 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 Arizona, and then he goes here, and it's like, all right, we'll just throw you to the fucking lions too, kid. Like we'll just. We traded up some assets to get you, but now we're just going to lie. Well, whatever. We're just going to throw you out there and fuck it. We'll see what happens. Because they could have just let R- Ryan Fitzpatrick just stay out there be a, you know, a veteran QB and just do his thing. But no, they just said, now nah, we're going to make the switch and we're going go to go with Rosen. And And it hasn't been much better. And I just don't know really what the game plan is. And I don't know who's the guy that's going to turn the franchise around. Or are they just hoping that they'll stockpile enough draft picks to turn it around? But I mean, that's going to take a big – that's going to take a, a, a lot of time to do that with this the, the state of this franchise. I mean, this isn't like, you know, this isn't like Dallas in the, in the late 80s where they were just stockpiling draft picks and just trying to get this collection of talents. This is – you don't have Jimmy Johnson. You don't have, you know, uh, a, a, a winning history in Miami – this is not going to play out the same way that everyone thinks it is.
0: Yeah, right, because it's, like it's not like the whole game plan. It doesn't seem like there's a vision. It's just all of a sudden right. they seem like, oh, fuck it. Like, we suck, so let's start trying to get some draft picks. And it's it's like a reactionary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, fuck the Dolphins also. All right, Redskins at the Giants, just real fast. Uh, Jay Gruden, first coach fired?
1: I think so. They They did not look good. Haskins did not look good. There's some rumblings about Haskins not want you know Gruden not wanting to draft Haskins but there was some pressure on him to take Haskins and uh I I I, this team is not good this is a not uh, not a very good Washington Redskins team
0: yeah and I was like I don't know I I don't think I had him high in our futures Uh, I don't remember how many wins I put him at but I remember like kind of one
1: over six I had him over I did
0: okay look at that thank you (laughs) so much for remembering that uh yeah, I thought they could be sneaky, get some things done, like a yeah. little bit of young weapons. Uh, not the case. I know like this isn't a Legendaries. Obviously, that Monday Night Bears game, uh, that defense is off the fucking chain. This Giants defense, not exactly. No one's really clamoring no. about it, so you got to be able to put no. up more than a field goal. Uh, yeah. All right, that's enough of us spending time on shitty teams. Uh, Browns at Ravens, 40-25. I did want to touch on this real fast. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Manfield, back. He's back. All right. That swag back. I feel like that's gonna make our Patriots Browns tickets get more expensive now. I gotta, be, Ooh, I gotta pull this. The is trigger the, on the this is the ticket watch. It is ticket watch. Yeah, it is a little bit like playing the stock market. Like when am I gonna get get in? What do I wanna enter on this? Ugh. Ah i uh, will probably just wait outside and buy it in a parking lot from some stranger. All right,
1: all oh, right, just some scalpers. Paper rock scissors for them.
0: La- last one to touch real fast, I think, is Buccaneers. Rams. Buccaneers put up 55 points to the Rams 40-95. Winston still almost went. Winston. There was some want to give up the game, obviously yeah. with oh, yeah. uh, at the at the very end. Uh, this game was closer than the score looks. Rams trailing by eight uh, with a minute and ten to go. And they're uh, around midfield, 45-yard line. And then just uh, ball gets stripped by Dominican takes it to the house.
1: Yeah. I, uh, Jared Goff uh, has not played really well at all this year. Yeah. And I think it's going to be the thing that's going to hamstring them this whole entire season. I'm, I, I'm not – I was much higher on Goff last year. I don't know what's happened. I don't want to say it's like – a Trubisky-esque regression whoa. but he just whoa, I know right whoa. that's fighting words for the Yikes. LA Rams fans out there but it, it he has not played well I mean he's he's had to play and come from behind I mean he, but he hasn't been like a a Super Bowl like this guy is gonna drive us down the field and I'm not I, I don't I have no concerns about you know our, our when we're down like a touchdown or we're down 10 points like we should be very fearful. We, we need to play with a lead, and we need to play where Goff is comfortable.
0: Yeah. So, after this uh, – so, Goff in this performance, um, like over 500 yards. Uh, he had two touchdowns, three INTs. Was it yep. over 500 and yards? A, right
1: yeah. And a, and a sack fumble, or at least two fumbles, right? Yeah. One fumble for sure at the end of the game where Sue returned it. Um, so, four turnovers total. That's not – I mean, you can't – got to beat a team like Tampa Bay – at home, right? You got to yeah. take it to. It. Oh,
0: absolutely! Yeah, one thousand percent. And it's like they were kind of, you know, uh, home field advantage was something they were build, building up and just kind of having that strength at home. And you expected that a little bit. I will give it a little bit. Okay, I guess if we had to sum it up real fast, I do, I do want to say this about Jared Golf. I need an attitude that you want to be at the fucking game like you're tre- like i just the look on your face and everything makes it look like you're like this is an errand like you're like stopping to go grocery shopping or like fucking fill up the car with gas like i just give me the vibe right. that like you're in it to win it like you right. want to be here
1: right are you a fighter are you going to sit there that's going to give like it to grab me exactly by the face mask could be like Fucking check in. I got this. Let's go. A lot of he's weapons.
0: No, he's not. A lot of weapons. The offense makes sense to me. Uh, you know, it's just like really just sitting back there in that pocket and just delivering just fucking darts to like all these sound receivers. But he's gotta do some more shit. This is also okay, real fast, I, I hate this question, so I'm not even gonna ask it, but what is it? Are the Rams not as good as we thought they were, or are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers better than we thought they were?
1: See, I think this is Super Bowl hangover. Honestly. I think I think the Bucks have will we'll do this to us, will tease us like this and be like, Holy shit. Yeah. They just beat the Rams. They put up a bunch of numbers. Like, I know. You know, th- th- but then we still have to remember that Jameis Winston is their coach or, excuse me, their quarterback. Yeah. Um, that he's going to give the ball away. And like in these games, when no one believes that they can, he'll show up and be like, Oh my goodness, this is amazing. I can't believe this is happening. They've got all these weapons. They've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Like they're, they're running the ball. And, and, then he, when and it he comes did- down to. Good buddy, no. And when they when it comes down to crunch time, Jameis Winston is gonna like try and go for the W and eat it, and you know like do that whole dumb shit,
0: and that'll be that. God, I, and that's exactly what happened. He still throws a pick six. They're up in the fourth quarter yeah. by eleven points, and he throws a pick six, and it it goes <laughs> it goes the way. It was like so Jameis being Jameis. So whatever. Like this this team is a. Uh, it's just. There's not an unless Winston has some sort of epiphany since well it had to be since last week so probably not right. you just have to ride the peaks and valleys of this team because there's no way they can string together a playoff run. Yeah. Um, all right, but I
1: South, most most confusing division in football to me. Honestly, I can't tell like who's good out of that. Yeah, I mean now with now with Breeze going on, it's like who's good out of this division. Anyways, yes. What
0: do you got? Yes, it's kind of a new for the take. Okay, the last thing I'll bring up is uh, I think we talked about Minshew a little bit, but I just want to say how right, how right I was when I got all high and mighty at scoffed. And I scoffed, sir, at the Broncos. What, what did I guess? I guess five wins, and it was actually seven was the over-under?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the one thing I did. Yes, you were all over the under on this. Let let me, all over Let this. me dig this out. Yeah, it was seven, and you were like three MAP dollars because you guessed four and a half. You, you hated this Denver Broncos team, and, sir, hated it pretty good.
0: Bow, 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 bow. little air horn for me. Bow, 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 bow. Give, I'll give
1: you more than a little air horn. Thanks, buddy. On. Johnny on the spot.
0: Give me an air horn so I don't have to make myself MVP of the week, because I'll do it, because I'm wild. <laughs> uh, I guess it would have been your week four uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it when kind of our schedules make sense, because we've got to record it on yeah. Sunday. I turn it around to make sure – it is there for your guys' drive to work Monday morning. We got you. We got you. There's uh, Anything else you want to hit on that, bro? You want to hop into that inbox?
1: No, I think we ran through it. We covered it.
0: I think <laughs> you're like, we got it. I think it's I think it's fucking covered. Copy that. All right. Uh, jump to the inbox right now. Uh, here's the real question. Most awesome and brandana are tailgating in Foxborough for the Pats game. A drunk yeah, brandana are. runs out of the Johnny on the spot, sweating and giggling. He shows most awesome a black bag that he found with two million dollars in unmarked cash in it. Brandana wants Ooh. to keep it, but what's it for? What do you do? Uh, all right, here's I my little thing. Enough
1: the life out of Brandana because I got three kids.
0: Oh and wow! I put, you a, I put
1: you in a dirt. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yikes! Just kidding, bro. I would never do that. True feelings coming. Well, here's what I would, I would say. Okay, so let's say so in this scenario, it says I want to keep it. I don't know even how true that is. Here's my thing. I'm a little paranoid. I've seen a simple plan. I don't want to spend like the next like decade of my life like looking over my shoulders all the time. Here's the thing: for
1: a million bucks, yeah, exactly.
0: For two million, yeah. So, and I don't think we. Whoa, so whoa, well, we
1: well, do- oh, uh, well, I two million, yeah, yeah. But I, in this scenario, I was whacking it up fifty-fifty. But we see how how your plans all shake out there. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> no I would actually. I'd probably give you a little bit more because of the kids thing. You know, I just got to take care of myself, and I'm just going to gamble with it anyway because I got to got to go launder <laughs> yeah, the money. exactly. Uh, so here's, before we get into, so here's the logistics of everything. I find $2 million in a Johnny on the spot. So out in the parking lot, there's at least two other people that know that money's there. The person that left it and the person that's coming to pick it up. So as soon as I walk out with it, I am on a, on some sort of radar. I don't know whose radar, I don't know who's looking at it, and time is of the essence. And I don't think, once I decide to actually pick it up, and I did look this up, by the way, brother, uh, $1 million in $100 bills equals 22 pounds. So that's a 44-pound bag. Not exactly something I'm slipping into my back pocket. So you see me walking around with this big 44-pound bag of $100 bills. Like, I even think, like, as soon as I decide to pick it up and walk with it, like... I've committed. I'm, I've reached the point of no return, right? Because whoever I yeah, yeah. think's like looking at me and I, they're not gonna take too kindly. I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna turn this into lost and found. So <laughs> I think I take it out. Of, I take it out of the Johnny on the spot, and then you know, the money's for it's the money's up to no good. We know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know oh, that. Oh yeah. For sure. there,
1: this money has no good intentions. or was come. Uh unlawfully, I would say.
0: Unlawfully would be exactly correct, bro. So I'm taking it out of there. So now I'm super paranoid. So I think what I do is uh, I chop it up. I want to – we need to find another bag or paper bag or something, and then I want to get a quick – 200 grand in like a little paper bag for you most awesome so that's our yeah. that's our just and then we split up and go two ways that's in case brandana gets yeah. murdered for having this black bag at least we have like the 200k or if i got a bail on it you know if someone's just like hey that's my bag i can like drop it and take off and run and we still got 200k between the two of us
1: yeah yeah that's oh i like it this is much smarter because i was thinking like i did not look up how much it weighed the the weight of a million dollars coming in at 22 pounds mm-hmm. uh is real drug smuggler i like th- i like where your head's at that's like how drug smugglers like weigh their money like I've, any drug smuggler movie that i've seen yeah, like, yeah. low or any of those exactly like, like they don't count it they're just fucking it. Yeah, yeah. like all oh, right it's 22 pounds yeah i like that i like that so that that becomes uh, that becomes real heavy and then i like that we i because my thought was we we divvy it up we whack it up just kind of 50 50 yeah and go our separate ways and i'm gonna uh, basically like just take just random security routes back to my house. Never like taking a, a, a rental car for too long or an Uber too far. Just really divvying it up. So trying to get them off my scent, off yeah. the case, off my trail. So we go our and separate then, ways to, uh,
0: do, do we ever meet up again? Do we do the podcast or the podcast is over we, also?
1: Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we do the podcast yeah, except, sure. uh, it's the million dollar <laughs> Mab podcast <laughs> yeah. is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, Go ahead. But I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. And and that's the thing is I I pay for a lot of stuff in cash. Mm-hmm. I, I like that it's unmarked because then if it's unmarked, I feel like it's not like from a bank heist gone awry. Like it's just some drug money that you know people are have 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 you know gathered over time. So I I don't have like worries about taking it to a bank. So I'll, I'll pay off some bills here maybe pay with some money order for, for some stuff I like this I, I'm, I'm in on this
0: okay cool uh yeah so unmarked bills we all act like we know what that means I guess like sure like I don't am i checking to see if they're just like a uh, sequential order or whatever I guess I can give right. that a quick a quick uh peek you're taking the 200k I think that's um yeah I, I think I think we go for it even though I do like my last point was like I do like the anonymity. That comes with, like, the football stadium. Like, I don't think, yeah, like, yeah. there's not going to be super close-up cameras to us, so we can kind of be, like, a face in the crowd, except for that 44-pound bag of cash.
1: Now, now that we've gone over this scenario, yes, I think when we go to Foxboro, when you find this, that actually, rather than just trying to take it, we it's just, like, cash Do You just, like, stuff as much bills or, like, you know, it, like in those, like, wind tunnels, like at yeah, the county fair. exactly. Just, like, stuff as much as your pockets, whatever you can go in there and be, like, go in the bathroom real quick. Be in there for five minutes. We'll keep our heads on a swivel, mm-hmm. come out, and then just go. And then we'll we'll take off, and we'll just go somewhere else. And that that's, way, we'll, whatever we walk away with, we walk away with. We come away with thirty grand. Thirty grand's is going to help out.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're always going to look back and be like, uh, I could have like shoved more in the front of my pants, but I just didn't. All right, but I think that's the plan. I think we both go in there five minutes and just like fill up with as much cash as possible. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's uh that's our cash I, like it. I think remind me also when we go we should do bag watch and just take pictures Bag watch. <laughs> take pictures of inside of all the Johnny on the spots around the stadium when we go to Foxborough.
1: Ooh, that'll be a little that'll be grotesque.
0: <laughs> uh all right, next inbox, which is a better song, More Than Words by Extreme or To Be With You by Mr. Big? Do you know how both these songs go, bro?
1: I do. I know more than words better than extreme or better than the To Be With You. But once I listened to the To to Be With You, I was like, Oh yeah, I know this song. Okay. But I knew, like, I knew right off the bat. I knew what extreme the more than uh, more than
0: words was right off the bat. More than words. Words. And then um, I'm the one who wants. Um, Hold on, little girl. Show me what. Oh man, it's a microphone here. Just do a little karaoke. Nobody wants to hear this, guys. Don't shut it off. That's all the singing. I promise everybody relax uh so which one in your power rankings of these two jams who's your one two
1: i'm gonna go with to be with you as my number one i like this song a lot better
0: yeah, no, me I listened too. I've also to it yeah. a few times. I, I like it's fun. Yeah, I want to be honest. It's, it's fun. Like, I, I had down in mind, this is a lot more. It's a lot more rock. It's more ballad. It's just yes. like, it kind of like really. See, when that song comes on, I don't ever change it. I could still see when More Than Words come on, just being like, eh, I'm not really in kind of the shitty, sappy mood. Boom, next song.
1: Yeah. And the whole thing about More Than Words is like, I watched the music video. Did you watch the music video at all for these? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The 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 music video and the song are just way too serious yeah. for the moment. Like Mr. Big, wherever you guys are, you guys had fun with the video? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I like it. I like also to think that both songs are talking to the same girl in Ooh. the song. Ooh. That like that the extreme the, Oh, song... like they
0: both showed up to try to woo her with their two different yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. Well,
1: well, the extreme guys like they're dating that girl and mm-hmm. then she's fed up with her shit. And then the fucking Mr. Big comes swooping in there yeah. and is like, hey, you know, like, hey, you know, don't let this guy make you feel bad. Come on over here. Also, too, I like the fact that Mr. Big, the band must have subscribed to like uh, what's that? The Art of the Game, like that pickup book. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like subtly like negating negating. It's like, hilarious. yeah, I'll wait in line of all the other dudes that are there that, you know, you're, you'll go through, but I'll wait my turn.
0: You know that's I mean? funny it's like
1: oh okay why to it make her feel like a whore <laughs> in
0: this god that's hilarious nagging her trying to make her feel like lose her self-confidence um all right that was a blast yeah i said both those any more notes on the songs bro i think we covered that
1: uh yeah yeah i just uh, the extreme guys seem like high maintenance dudes like yeah. what's the deal with the video where the bassist and the drummer like check out of the video and they're like sitting there while the are they, are those guys brothers? What who are those oh, dudes? Those extreme uh, guys. Yeah. They look like they're brothers. Yeah. Watch this video again, and it's a very weird thing where like the bassist and the drummer just like sit and they're like watching them sing the song. They're like lighting their lighters. It's a really weird video.
0: Yeah. Like they're definitely like uh extremes definitely the band that just like we're just we're artists. You know, like they, yeah. they just take themselves super seriously and fucking Mr. Big just comes to fuck. Yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. You guys, uh, this is awesome. Send us uh, let's power rank some more songs. Send us just a collection of three, four songs. Do it like this emailer did, send us two, we'll figure it out. Uh and shoot those to MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, uh, it's high noon. Got my hands on my six shooters. Bring us to that jam.
1: So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see out.
0: All right, Neapolitan Showdown, the path not taken of careers. What other career <laughs> would we want to do? So this is a little bit like I, I think also maybe we might want to weigh in for a little bit of opinion about like – because it actually it would be interesting to me. Let's see if we can do this just off the cuff real fast before we get to dig okay, into this okay. list. Oh, all right.
1: I like it.
0: What career would you give me? What career do you think would suit me best out of what I do?
1: Out of which, oh no, no, besides, but, but
0: besides what I do, not not oh, counting what okay, I do, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So, I think,
0: uh, I legit just this thought of this. This,
1: I think you'd be, I think you'd be a a really good, well, and it's probably partial because that's this is what I do, but I think you'd be a good salesperson, like whatever mm-hmm. it would be, you'd be a good salesperson, you're personable, you're you've got, uh, the ability to kind of relate to people and talk to them and talk them through it and, and kind of move them through it. Obviously, in this segment of the show, you uh, explain your points validly and score them yeah. uh, unreasonably, and so then I think you'd be able to shepherd people through uh, their qualms or their questions and and move them through to the way that you wanted them to see it. So I think you'd be good in sales.
0: Hilarious! Nice. You negging me, bro? You're
1: trying to get I'm my pants you, right bro. there?
0: here little thing <laughs> exactly <laughs> hold on little man. <laughs> uh you would I, I would give you it's like a ceo like it's totally generic i just you have a good boss vibe like you're a good boss you're just like here's what the score is going to be separate like separate emotion lead by example this is what's up stern when you need to be just gotta create a good atmosphere it's just like yeah we're a team team here
1: yeah boss yeah yeah there yeah. it is I'd be interested in the people that uh, are under me, my team that's under me, what they would think about that. That's hilarious. Let's see. I'll take CEO. I'll take CEO. Fortune 500.
0: Some people out there just –
1: Succession action.
0: Just screaming at the radio how not true that is. I'm on on team. I'm on team most awesome. All right, bro. uh, Take the ball out. What do you have for your career not chosen?
1: Gotcha. Okay. So I do want to put this that I do enjoy – the career that i have and i do enjoy being a podcaster but i i do reminisce about think about like all the things that i could have done and i'm gonna go real safe and conservative with with my number three i picked this one because when when i met with my financial advisor the first time he's this like you know 30-ish year old guy and i was like oh this seems like a great like occupation like i'm good with numbers i like making money And I like also helping people, so this would be a great position. So it's something in the financial advisor realm. Uh, I don't want to say like stock market like Wall Street. I don't think that would be my vibe, but definitely like sitting there and like mapping out somebody's life and be like, hey, hit these things, follow these steps. I'll I'll shepherd you through this like negotiation of how to save for your life.
0: Yeah, here's why I like this because I think it's one of the most uneducated – You know, it's it's one of – the most valuable education you should have that we're just not taught for some reason. Like you have to almost like, you have to go out and just like seek this knowledge. I'm sure you're in the middle of it, you know, like being a father of three, married, like I'm in it just says, you know, like have my own business or whatever. Like you just need this information and it's, no one's going to give it to you. And it's, uh, and it's so, it's not like you're getting a like in ground pool installed and you're just like, that's something I need or maybe something I don't need. Maybe something I want. Like this is just, it's a must have for any like kind of family building anything. And like, nobody knows shit about it. So you're eventually going to have to meet with this. So i like it for job security. Uh,
1: I like it for job security. And I, I once had a client that was a financial advisor and built this amazing house with like an outbuilding with a full size like NBA basketball court. Yeah. So I think these guys do. Oh,
0: well, that's right. the thing. Also, if you're a financial advisor, that's right. And it becomes like if you're a financial advisor, then you all you know about money also. So it's like yeah. it goes it goes a long way. Like you're able to help somebody else out. There's job security, and then also like you better yourself just by the knowledge okay. you have of doing that for other people. Yep. That's perfect, right, brother. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna award you ten million dollars found in a porta potty. Cool. <laughs> um all right, my bottom of my list, my number three coming out of the gate. Um politician. There's a little bit of salesman. Like I don't look like, like that's here's the thing. Like I'm a little I'm not super educated about politics, but there is an interest there, and I do like the idea of You know, I think if you're in a position to be a leader or if you are a good leader and you just have a good like heart and head on your shoulders that it's, you know, uh, responsibility is hard. But in some fashion, like you owe something back to society. And I think it would be a great way to like to give back, to like lead in some way, to be like, you know, a mayor, a governor, a fucking rep, whatever.
1: Yeah, I like this. I thought about this long and hard, uh, but I realized like a lot of like the local representatives still have to have like a job. And then. Yeah do the local politician thing which that was like oh that's a lot of time how would i be able to get my podcasting in if i'm like representative most awesome that's not gonna work yeah um but i do i do like it i do like where you're at with that plus eventually if you're successful enough you get part of the bourgeoisie the 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 ultra elite class of politicians that uh you know when it all comes down to it you'll be there so i, I like it it's good for you um plus Ronald Reagan always joked about him being a C student. I thought you were a C student at, at, at KU. Can't fucking. So it was right up there. Can't
0: quit burning me on that. Uh, jokes. Jokes on you. Are never one. No degree. Ha. Boom. Roasted you. Uh, yeah, I like that. So I guess at the end of the day, though, the only reason I wouldn't do it is like any other career. I don't like any career where you don't. There's no guarantee on getting out as much as you put into it. And I think at the end of the day, there is still a popularity contest to it. And so it could be you could dedicate your entire life to it and not get as far. And you have to dedicate your entire life. I want to have time to pod. I want to be able to watch football on Sundays and fuck that. Uh, but I'm going to give myself one point. because I, I think
1: you're going to say and fuck. Uh, like, I just like I want to fuck. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah. Can fuck. They yeah. Can, they can do
0: that. yeah. I think that is part of what comes in the entire <laughs> package. Uh, all right. I would have one vote from you. So I'm going to give myself one. That's two million to right. one. What's your number two, buddy?
1: Ooh, I have not been doing a good job of this pod doing this, but I would have liked to have been a stand-up comedian.
0: Oh, that's all. Are you serious? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. You are funny. You should do this. You should put together like a tight 15. And then a tight 15? A oh, tight shit. 15.
1: It'd be like a lot of crowd work. Maybe, like, maybe, hey,
0: <laughs> maybe a tight five. You should do it, and then we should – I mean, I would love this. Like put it together. I'll help you just kind of like shape it. I give it any notes I can. Uh, And then we'll just take you to come visit me in New York and we'll just take you a little open mic night. Oh, my God. I like this idea.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, I would have liked to have done this. I think I would have been an awful human being as a young stand-up comedian, just like super narcissistic and like really focused about myself and, and really also – Super competitive with oddly, weirdly competitive with all the other stand-up. Co- I wouldn't have been happy for anybody. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like now I'm. I I don't think I am. Uh, I am funny, but I don't think I'm stand-up comedian funny. But now it's like now I'm way more secure with myself, and uh, I don't think I would have. I, I don't think today I'd be as good as a comedian, but I'd be more secure with myself as a comedian if I was 40 years old. Plus, I wouldn't be able to have the life that I have now. It'd be hard to have three kids as with a, as a stand-up.
0: One thousand percent. And it would be hard yeah. to tell that to other people. It's just like, three kids, really, what do you do? I'm a stand up comedian. Like, yikes. Need a little bit more job yeah, security right. than that. I think why this is the best. So you are really funny. Everybody relaxed a little compliment. here's why I think this would be hard is cause, you know, I've had like friends of mine kinda get into stand up comedy and try and everything. And it's in the very beginning, it's a tough Road to hoe. Like, because yeah. it's just like you're playing to like other comedians to fucking houses of like four people to like fucking, you know, open it up for other acts that don't necessarily want to see you. You're begging friends to yeah. come and it's two drink minimums and you're spending all your cash on. Yeah. Have you seen that movie, um, Funny People? With yes. like Adam Sandler? Yeah, yeah, Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's 100% like this insane grind. I mean, I love stand up. I mean, you and I both really enjoy stand up comedy. I mean, yeah. we like. The art form of it we like the people in there i think we stay abreast of like what's going on mm-hmm. I, I, I it would be an insane road to hoe and like such an unfulfilling one because it's like one of those things where it's like yeah i could be like a road comic and work and pay my bills and be a can, but i could never like what the everyone anything that you tell is like oh where have i seen you oh well i did like a conan spot or i did this and it's like oh i'm I go on tour, but it's like, yeah, but I don't know who you are. So then it's like, yeah. You're not really a stand up comedian because I, I don't know who you are. And that, that would be the the murderous thing about that. It's like, no, I may be able to pay my bills and go out on tour. You might not ever hear me. I may be just going to colleges or whatever, but I'm still making money.
0: Yeah, it has a little bit of one of those vibes also. What I didn't like about being an actor was just like, so what do you do? Oh, I'm an actor. It's just like, oh, awesome. So where do you wait tables at? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah, like, yeah. it's yeah. until you kind of break through, it feels not like you're faking it or like it's a fib i don't know it just doesn't feel like genuine it doesn't feel like oh you don't know who i am so am i really a stand-up comedian and that's probably more that's a me thing that's, a, I, that's something i got to work on. Uh, no, but
1: I think that's anybody that's ever done that, though. I, I would say anybody that's ever acting, stand-up, comedian. I mean, you know, we both chased after that. Dr. Mrs. The Commission did. And it was like, oh, well, I'm a, you know, her, her famous joke was like, I'm a dog walker with a headshot. Yeah. You know, because we owned a dog walking company out in L.A. So it's like, oh, no, no, this is what I really do. But, then, I, like, our fucking neighbor who was, like, a pyrotechnics guy, he had a SAG card and was, like, had a fucking headshot. So it's like you get lumped in with everybody like that. It's like, no, no, no. I'm seriously trying to make a run at it, yeah. And this guy is playing with it, but we all get lumped in the same because the guy in the airport who asked what I did doesn't hasn't never seen me or or doesn't understand. Like, oh, me going to producers for Mad Men is an exciting like jump in my career, but ultimately I didn't get the part, so it doesn't mean anything.
0: All right, so I'm going to give you. I'm going to say four out of five of your jokes are. Land and just as hilarious as you want them to be. So that's an 80% batting (laughs) average. So I'm giving you 80 right there. Uh, My number two, statistician. Really? Yeah, I just, I really, I like numbers. uh, Don't necessarily like strangers. So to be honest, like just the idea of being like in like a little nerdery to, Take the term from Tommy Boy, just kind of like where I just kind of back there and just like crunch a number and working on stats and just like the probability of shit. Like kind of why I'm into like gambling. Like I really like probability and like stats and everything. So taking that information and just working with it and being able to like, you know, predict or forecast things would – I I would like to spend my days like that.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I never knew the sign of you just in the, in the back room just – crunching banging numbers, numbers.
0: not talking to people like don't like strangers coming up it's great take my, exactly. take my lunch break when I'm ordering
1: to. your lunch when it comes time to it because you don't have to talk to anybody oh man i'm seeing it gorgeous I'm seeing it. <laughs> you're putting together the pieces i get it all
0: right um all right so i'll give myself uh just to balance out the stats Your eighty 80 of your jokes landed uh so to get that to equal 100 what's missing is 20 percent look at that little algebra so I could take 20% on oh. that. What do you have at Is your top spot? Just rely. Yeah, because it's 80, 80% plus X% percent equals 100%. So that's algebra because oh, I'm defining the unknown. What's up? What's up? Bum, 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 bum.
1: What's up? Bum, 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 bum. Bum
0: plus bum uh, equals divided by bound.
1: So I'm going to go with my number one. I think this might be, if you were to guess, do you want to take a shot at this? you want to see, see, see if you can guess this?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yes, I would guess that you would be a sports broadcaster.
1: Ooh, very close. No, I put I put coach actually. Oh, coach. Oh, that makes would, a lot of
0: sense. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. I thought about that yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would I would uh I don't know if I would like to do in college. I think like there is a little bit of fun in like high school coaching, like high school football or high school basketball. Yeah. Um uh, I think once you get into like the 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 professional or the collegiate level at least it becomes really serious, and then there's a, there's a level of insecurity that comes with your job there as well. Like, I'd love to be – I mean, there's some, some high school coaches that make a good living that are just high school coaches, especially, like, football in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I would love that. I think that would be a fun fun place to be. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of money in it, but it would be enjoyable. And I like, you know, yeah, obviously you know it. I like coaching kids, leading kids, and things like that, and uh, uh, it'd be fun
0: well your Hall of Fame in my book. Most awesome. I like it. Uh, I think Hall of Fame in my book. Hall of Fame. In my, uh, yeah, I think that's a great fit. I think your opening season. You would come out in football in high school. They play what? Thirteen games? Twelve games? Am I making that up? Is that uh, what no, you
1: they, no, no, no. They, they, they play less than that. We play s- eight,
0: seven, eight games. Uh, okay, so your your inaugural year. I played nine.
1: We played nine. I'm trying to remember our senior year. Wait, would we you play nine
0: games? What sport would you want to coach? Football.
1: I, I, I think I would like to coach now football. I think although I love basketball, so it's hard to tell. I, I probably would I probably would say basketball.
0: Basketball, okay. Quite honestly, yeah. well, whatever. I'm, I'm giving you your football. I'm gonna guess your first year that you're going that seven games. You're going five and two, bro. Going five and two, your opening Five and year. two. Yeah, buddy. I'll take it. Yeah, I think you'll take it. Think you turn that franchise around. You're kind of the talk of the town. They name a sandwich after you at the Greasy Spoon down the street. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly. Look at that. Just it's just it's just
0: four sandwiches. Uh, My number one is stockbroker. Get my Wolf Wall Street on, baby. (laughs)
1: Look at you.
0: Uh, This I think this ties in a lot to what you had at Jord number one, or your number three was just kind of like it's that same thing. Knowing how money works and getting money to work with you. It's basically you know it's it's a different kind of gambling. It's gambling on companies as opposed to gambling on football games. Like i I really do buy into like some part of the truth where it's like you don't really know what the market's gonna do. Like you can think right. you know what it does, which is kind of wild and would be fascinating to me. And then having your right. money work like for you.
1: Matthew McConaughey just like, no no, the game is keeping their money in, in the circle.
0: Bum, bum. Uh, 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 uh. Everywhere I go, I get busy with it. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: and you like recreational drugs, so. I
0: like <laughs> it. Whoa! Edit that out of the pot No way, bro. It's like to get my drink on. I know.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: All right, look at that. Be hashtag conspiracy right there. Uh, all right, that is Neopotion showdown. I'm going to give the victory to. I have to go with most awesome on that. You get it tight. yours oh. build it correctly, and then you did get that two million at the beginning, which kind of worked against me that I gave you that many points. But if you guys have anything you'd like us to tackle, shoot us an email. You know where it's at. It may be sports, uh, it may be sports podcast at gmail.com. Look at that. Almost fucked go. up our own email address. Uh, all right, brother. We are up against it as we usually are. Our power felt tight, felt right on tight. Um, MVP of the week. Who you got?
1: Oh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Because uh, those guys knocked out a majority of our survivor league. And I appreciate <laughs> that greatly because I'm still in it.
0: That's KLC hilarious. Hawks. Good for you. So I was one of the person that got knocked out. Such you a work. fucking bummer. I really like, Survivor League is like my favorite. And it's week four. That means I successfully picked a team three weeks. Uh, Buccaneers 55 points. Uh, I believe that's franchise high. Uh, my MVP of the week yeah. is Daniel Jones. Little, uh, what do they call him, Danny Dimes? Put it right there. Dimes. Danny dimes, you're right, sir. You get drafted in, you know, one of the largest sports markets. Uh, people fucking boo you. You got Baker Mayfield coming out, like calling you out, and you're just like, Jesus, can I just fucking get on this team? You're replacing like yeah. you know, somebody that loves, and they just come out there and uh take over uh last week. Come back against the Buccaneers when trailing and then take care of business yep, this week against. Points. Against that Redskins, two and oh, Good for you, brah. Two victories. How many victories that ties? How many victories Baker Mayfield has? Baker Mayfield versus Danny Dimes this year. Fucking competition watch. Guys, it has been the MAB Sports Podcast. I already said the email address. You know what's going on. Um, a lot of exciting stuff come up. Like I said, we're going to try to do these. Any feedback you have on covering the games or the little buckets you wants to do. I got an idea for the next time we do it, bro. Let's do, uh, let's do a little headline from each game. We'll make a little funny headline like what we walked away from each game.
1: Oh, I like it. Yeah, like it's it going to be fun. I like it. You're always, the wheel's always turning on it.
0: I can't I like it. let it stop. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most Awesome.
1: Folks, it's been another entertaining week of Mavs Sports Podcast. I am your host, Most Awesome, and with me right across there, Matthew Pod Podconaughey.
0: Boys, parties, style, fame. She likes glamour, runway, style,
1: fame. She likes fashion. Oh.